Thanks for listening again to another episode of The Giving Leader. I am Phil Ling, the host. I'm also the founder of The Giving Church. You can go to thegivingchurch.com. We promised you three weeks ago when we started on this journey dealing with the pandemic and the virus and all the impacts that that would have on ministries and churches that we would try to keep you updated. We gave you the one quick podcast dealing with best practices that we found from uh, pastors and leaders around the country. Uh, That is one of our most listened to episodes for the last two years. So thank you for that. And because of the interest along that journey, uh, we decided we'd throw this in quick. So this is, uh, we're recording this on March the 30th. That's a Monday. Over the weekend, the federal government passed an act that was a relief and stimulus dealing with the economic impacts of the the virus and what that's having across the country. What's that got to do with churches? What's that got to do with ministries? We know for a fact from churches that contact us, our clients and ministries across the country, that a lot of folks are reeling from this, wondering about layoffs, wondering how they're going to uh, pay bills, mortgages, while they're shuttered because it looks like it's another month at least before you're going to be allowed to gather in any kind of groups at all, especially large groups like churches. So does this have anything to do with you? So here's what I'm going to do for the next few minutes. I hope you stay with me. Tim Cooper, who has been working with me for over 10 years. Uh, Tim was a church planter by background. Tim is uh, intertwined in American church, talks to dozens of churches every week. And he has been doing just that. He's also spent the weekend going down into the weeds of the CARES Act and the payroll protection piece of the CARES Act. So if you've been watching any news at all, you know you got this $2.2 trillion stimulus uh, package that came out. And then there's the CARES Act that deals with the, the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, Economic Security Act. And then within that is the payroll protection. Maybe you've heard just little pieces of it. Here's an interesting piece is uh, Mr. Cooper, this morning, as we prepared to throw out this podcast, he decided to contact three banks. And one of the banks didn't know anything about it because why? It just happened this weekend. And don't go to that bank because they don't pay attention. Anyway, I'm going to bring him in. I'm going to ask him questions. We hopefully will come up with some good information that will help you and aim you in the right direction. Because as you're going to find out from this conversation, If you're looking for any kind of help and relief in this way, speed is the the important factor. Speed and relationships with local banks, local lending institutions. And this is different than anything we've ever encountered encountered, uh, with economic impact from turbulence in our society because this is unlike anything we've ever done. We've gone into 9-11. We watched the towers go down and we saw the impact of that, how it impact travel and security and those kind of things. We watched the tech bubble and what that did to 401ks. And then the bank collapsed too big to fail, but in reality, they did fail. So this though, is the first time that it's, it's a pandemic. We don't know because we've never been here before, not in this century anyway. And we don't really understand the tentacles and how far they go. Is it just regional? Is it parts? We've got churches and clients from New York to California. Who does it hit? Some hit harder than others, but yet all are impacted by the decisions. 
both at the state level, the local level, and at the federal level. This huge stimulus bill that came out, paid for by my tax dollars, your tax dollars, nobody else's, does have some pieces that could benefit you and your church and your ministry and your nonprofit. And that's why we wanted to get this timely information to you. So, Mr. Cooper, are you with me? I am. I'm glad to be here. Bless your pea picking heart. You were quarantined. That's a whole other story. He had a daughter <laughs> uh, studying over in uh, in Europe and got thrown out of Europe like everybody else. And when she came home, the whole family had to quarantine for 14 days. So he's he is uh, stir crazy, but he's on uh, the call. All right. So first, walk me through. Give me the highlights of what the the when they're talking to folks like their bankers. What do they call this thing? Um, and exactly from your understanding, who does it help? Sure. Yeah. So the CARES Act uh, is designed to help everyone. The federal uh, payroll protection program loan that is within that specifically designates $349 billion uh, to help small businesses and 501c3 nonprofits with 500 employees or less. And so the question was immediately asked uh, to Senator Tim Scott, who's on the committee for banking and also finance, who's one of the uh, spearheads of this act, which was uh, sponsored by Mitch McConnell. And immediately the question was asked, does this apply to churches? And the answer uh, was a resounding yes. So churches, Christian private schools, faith-based nonprofits are all included within this act and have the ability to provide, uh, to apply for this loan. Now, as I understand it from what you were sharing with me earlier, just so everybody that's listening, this is for speed, immediacy, and short term. This is not like, hey, we're going to pay your bills for the next year. Uh, Correct. Explain that, the, the duration and, and what it, it's trying to give relief to time period. Sure. The loan program itself, uh, essentially, if you are a business who existed uh, prior to the turn of the year, so if you were an existing business back in 2019, it takes, uh, if you're a business, church, nonprofit, it takes your last 12 months of monthly payroll average, and the loan is computed, and the amount awarded is two and a half times of that monthly average. So it's designed to get you through June of 2020, as uh, essentially all of this has hit, uh, and we're looking towards, right now we're at the end of March, but uh, by the time dollars start hitting the hands, will be probably... Uh, within two weeks from now. So you're mid-April. So they're trying to provide two and a half months uh, worth of relief to get you through June 2020. Okay. So this, explain this as we go. So if, because uh, um, we know we literally have hundreds of thousands of churches and leaders listening to our podcast. So if I'm a pastor of a, a small Methodist church somewhere and there is, our payroll is say $20,000 a month, that if we can apply for this, we can get two and a half times that. So that'd be 50,000 to basically tide us over so we don't have to lay off. Because that was the big piece of this is trying not to lay off people, trying not to just have more and more unemployed people. And we can tide us over to the middle of June. Hopefully that will, will be when we're allowed to uh, sunshine, we'll help eradicate the virus and we'll all get back to, to normal to some degree. So that's what it's designed to do. I got that piece right. Yeah, that's correct. You know, last week we had an episode with an expert we brought on here to the podcast, Russ Finley, who talked about the importance of social distancing and how really the only way we can isolate and end this virus is to put people in their homes, but they can't work. 
And uh, so how do we, and, and for churches especially, uh, who have been hit so hard, uh, the federal government, uh, the Trump administration uh, sent directive to the Hill to say, how can we try to get through the next two and a half months without completely having to shutter the economy and all of the nonprofits uh, even uh, in our country? And so this is designed as, as that short-term relief. Uh, it, you know, it's, it is to get you through the end of June. And uh, the, the, overlying, the overlying opinion is that if, if this is still going on past then, that there will be uh, other action taken. But that is the focus right now. Uh, so how can we social distance? How can we practice what we need to do as a country? But how can we not shutter the economy and protect our nonprofits, protect our small businesses uh, that really are the engine of our economic growth? Okay, so there's two big pieces to this, as I understand it, that you've explained to me. One is it is it is dis- designed as a loan that the federal government will guarantee the local banks, because we're going to talk about that in a minute, going through your local bank. And so you're, in essence, using the scenario I did, that, that church with a $20,000 a month uh, payroll, and if they got the two and a half months, that's $50,000. That $50,000 would come in the form of a loan. But this is the kicker. This is the huge piece. Tell me about the percentage that is forgiven and when it's forgiven. Sure. The, and this is, this is what's great. And I know that right off the bat, a lot of churches may look and say, hey, you know what? We, we don't want to go into debt. We don't want to take out a loan. Uh, the actuality is if you can maintain your payroll and maintain people on your staff through the end of June, so people who were on staff mid-February of 2020 and still show up on your staff uh, payroll at the end of June, uh, if you are essentially equal in that area, somewhere around 94.7% of your loan is going to be forgiven. And if you actually add staff uh, during that time, 100% will be forgiven. But uh, it's essentially entirely forgiven if you maintain that staff and the great thing about the loan is payments actually do not begin until the spring of 2021. And even those are amortized on a 10-year payment plan with only a 4% interest rate, which is very low. Okay. So he was uh, Tim was breaking up a little bit there for the last uh, minute or so. So just let me dummy this down so all of us understand. Uh, if Using my scenario of that modest-sized church with a $20,000 monthly payroll, and they apply and get the loan through the CARES Act and the payroll protection plan. And let's say it's two and a half months is what it is, times the 20000 that's $50,000. If you can maintain, because the whole idea of this is to maintain your payroll so you don't have to lay anybody off. If you can simply do that, take that money, pay those people so you don't lay them off and you get through June, because that's what it's trying to carry you through, through June, then 94.7% of that amount you borrowed is forgiven. If you happen to add somebody, you picked up a a person, your church grew in June, uh, then 100% is forgiven. But let's pretend for now, let's just go with the idea that 94.7. So I'm going to owe 5.3%. That 5.3% that I'm going to owe is not going to start payments for one year. It's going to be the spring of 2021. And it's going to be amortized over 10 years. So take that amount, stretch it over 10 years, and it's going to be at a 4% interest rate. So it it is not free money, but it's close. It's paid for by my tax dollars, your tax dollars. It is a quick redirection that says, hey, you know what? These people that 
are employed, have been paying these taxes. We're going to take that tax money and funnel it back to those folks so they can stay employed during this pandemic for the next two and a half months. So using my scenario of that modest sized church, $20,000 payroll, $50,000 loan, which is equivalent to two and a half months. And they get through June, they haven't laid anybody off. Now they're going to owe 5.3% of the 50,000, which is about $2,600 spread over 10 years. And it doesn't start until spring of 2021. Have I got that far right? Yes, that's absolutely correct. Okay. So as uh, I I think we have to be very, very clear because we know our our clients, we know churches, we know people across country. Uh, This is the free lunch. This is an unusual situation that is affecting the whole country and is literally going to cause churches, ministries. I know of two today that are going to shut their doors. This will not correct bad practices. This will not correct or solve things for organizations that are poorly run. But those that are just caught flat-footed and suddenly can't meet, Offerings and income starts to go down because everybody else is dealing with other things. You employ people. Those people now are wondering if their paychecks are going to be any good. You can apply for this, which is close to being a gift, but it's a loan with very easy stipulations. And now here's the part that I want, because if you're listening, you say, okay, okay, I got it. I want to talk about why they need to do this fast if they're interested. And two, where will they go? Because it's not, my first thought was everybody's going to be logging on to the SBA, Small Business Administration, but that's exactly where they should not go. Correct? Correct. Yeah, the Trump administration wanted to get cash into the hands of small business and nonprofit owners uh, as quickly as possible into the hands of churches to try to help uh, in, in immediacy. If they went through the SBA, the Small Business Administration, you would be looking at months of receiving dollars. Um, so they tried to cut the red tape, cut the bureaucracy. And so you actually are going to apply through your local bank. Um, and if your local bank is participating in the program, essentially they will loan you the money. The government will pay back that loan to the local bank. You're going to apply through your local bank. Uh, and as far as speed, it's extremely important uh, because you don't want to wait. There's $349 billion, and that sounds like a lot of money, but there are a lot of organizations who are going to apply for this money. And it is a first-come, first-serve basis. So you want today to call your local bank and say, are you going to be a CARES payroll protection lender? Uh, this morning, I talked to three different banks in my local area. One of them said, yes, we are. We'll have the details in the next few days. Keep checking back with us. Uh, one of them said, we are determining whether we will be on that list. Keep checking back with us. And one said, we think we will, but we have no idea because it all broke over the weekend and we haven't received the information yet. Uh, this weekend, the uh, leaders of the Senate and uh, the House did a conference call with over 2,000 banks across the country. So they are working to bring this online as quick as they can. But you want to call your local bank and say, are you going to be participating in this? First Baptist Church of Shreveport, Louisiana would love to participate. Can you give us a call back when you've got everything ready? Because you want to make sure you're on the front lines and you have, and if they tell you there are things you can do right now to get ready, you want to do that now so that you're ready to go as soon as the program hits. It's been signed into law. It is a law. It is real. It is happening. You want to act now. So I want you to get that part that Tim said, because it's, it's key. 
Sometimes when we think about these kind of programs, we believe there's going to be an, a ramp up application point where we all have to go on some kind of an SBA site, fill out an application, send it in. Those applications are going to be triaged and they're going to figure out who at the, is at the top of that list and who's at the bottom of the list. That's not how this is operating. It is going to be speed. It is first come, first serve for those that are responsible for their own education. I had a boss years ago. You used to always say that. You're responsible for your own education. So if you take it upon yourself, say, I'm going to learn everything I can about this, and I'm going to call my bank. That's the cool part. Instead of going to a faceless bureaucrat, you're going to go to the bank that you have a relationship with and say, are you one of these banks that's going to participate in this, this CARES Act? And can I be on your list? So as soon as you get figured out what the application looks like, he's going to let us know. We'll call back. We'll bother you. Always be responsible. It's your job to bug them, not their job to bug you back. So I, I'm going to keep calling and find out what that is. In the meantime, Tim, I know for, that you have been drilling down into what information is all, already available. So what are the what's the site they can go to and say, what all is eligible? Because I know it's not just strictly payroll. Sometimes it's 1099, the people that we hire to do things on the weekends. Sometimes it's part of the payroll package, as simple as a cell phone bill. So where can they go and what's some of those things? One of the best resources right now is the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. So if you go to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce website, uh, there is a, a link directing you towards coronavirus resources, and that does have information for the CARES Act, the Payroll Protection Program loan, and it really, they've got some great infographics that they've put together that really uh, can show that and uh, be able to, to help you walk through what is and what is not. Uh, also, you can go to the SBA website, the Small Business Administration website, um, but if you do, you have to understand that there are two different coronavirus relief programs that it discusses, one of which you can apply for through the SBA website, and that's a disaster relief loan, which probably does not apply to your church. So you'll just spend a lot of time wasting your time doing that. Uh, but they do have information regarding the CARES Act and the payroll protection plan. So both of those resources are extremely uh, accessible and easy to understand if you're a church. Okay, so I, gang, that uh, you're listening to this, make sure you don't miss that part. So if you go to the SBA and look, and you say, oh, I'm looking for something dealing with relief, coronavirus, well, you will find, of other things, the one dealing with the, the disaster relief portion, which is probably not what you're talking about, okay? But the one you're looking for is information on the payroll protection plan. So when you call your local bank and lending institution and say, hey, are you going to participate in the CARES Act payroll protection plan? Make sure you get that in there because that'll be administered through the local banks. Um, what have we missed, Tim? We'll also be updating that on our Twitter account at The Giving Church and also uh, on our Facebook page, The Giving Church. So if you look for The Giving Church on Facebook, uh, you follow us on Twitter. We'll be providing updates as they come over the next few days, too. And I'll, I'll go in, and before we sign off on this one, I'll go a little bit extra. Uh, if you, as a particular church or ministry, just have, you want some simple questions answered, uh, email us at info at thegivingchurch.com, info at thegivingchurch.com. And we'll respond in kind, whether it's just reminding you of the sites you need to go to or what you need to be asking for. But if you can't think of anything else, go to info at thegivingchurch.com. 
Uh, first of all, we want to do this fast and get it out there. It's Monday, March the 30th. This stuff just came over the weekend. We know that the speed is going to be the big deal here. And we know a lot of you are struggling right now just figuring out how are you going to do it? Or you don't want to lay off your folks. It's hard to find good folks. And yet at the same time, you can't pay if you don't have anything. And what, if anything, has the federal government thought of when it came up with this $2 trillion package that also affects churches and ministries, which this payroll protection plan actually does. So I'm Phil Ling. I'm the host of the Giving Leader podcast. Thank you for the thousands that download our podcast. It is, it is a great journey to be on together, this talking leadership with folks around the country. We wanted to deal with this in a timely manner. Thank you to Tim Cooper that works with me. He has been spending a weekend going down into the weeds and learning everything that he can. Go to thegivingchurch.com for more information and direct questions info at thegivingchurch.com. I thank you for listening.